up? What, what up? What up? It's your boy Young Kingpin. You're definitely locked in. Who I got on the phone with me right now? Yo, Kingpin, what up, man? It's your boy Mims, man. Long time. How you been? Mims, mister, this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot, man. It's good to hear from you, brother. No, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure hearing from you, man. It's a pleasure. That's right, man. Listen, I had to reach out to Mims, man, because... You know what I'm saying? I'm getting really hot in the city right now. So I said, listen, let me talk to Mims. You know what I'm saying? Because he's Mr. This Is Why I'm Hot. I got my man Mike Christmas in here with me. You know what I'm saying? We talking yeah, yeah. sports, man. So, so Mims, how is it from your original career when you first started doing music to now? How has the game changed? You know what I'm saying for you, Mr. Mims? Oh, uh, man. I mean, you know... Uh... And it's been documented. I'm going to say this. It's been documented. So shout, shout out to everybody up there. Shout out to Mike Christmas, man. For sure. Like, when I was coming out... Appreciate that, Mims. Obviously... Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you loud and clear, Mims. Okay, yeah. Um, when I was coming out during my era, um, you know, obviously, MP3s became a heavy thing in the game. So we, so we were really like that transition between the physical sales and digital sales. So, like, um, you know, for those who don't know, obviously, back in the day, we used to listen to our music on tape, tape cassettes and CDs. Right. Um, nowadays, cats are just basically streaming music. So I would like to say, like, I was a part of that team or that crew that ushered in the whole digital era. Yeah, before Soldier be Boy... Now. Before Soulja Boy was going crazy, being the first person to do a lot of things, you was really, like, the first person to really go platinum off the ringtones. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out to Soldier Boy, though, but, yeah, I, I, was, I was a little bit ahead of him on that side, so... You know, and, I, and I, I like to say, like, where the game is now, I respect it because there's a lot of young, talented artists being able to break without the big machine. And that's because technology has allowed these artists to come and do their thing without the big machine. So, I mean, it's, it's a whole different game. The music has changed. The sound has changed. The messages in the music is different. Um, but, but there's a lot more young millionaires coming out of hip-hop than ever before. And, and I got to respect that part of it. So let's talk about the song, This Is Why I'm Hot. Like, when you was in the studio creating that, like, how was that whole vibe, man? Like, tell me what was on your mind when you made the record. Yo, I, honestly, I was I was kind of frustrated when I made that record. Okay. Uh, being, a, being a cat that's from New York, um, you know, we, we were always held at a high standard for our bars. We always kind of had to deliver these punchlines and all this other stuff. Meanwhile, the popular style of music at that time was really, really simplified, parties, anthems, and I was like, yo, I, like, you know, you would get clowned, and I did, for, for making records like this is where I'm hot. I got clowned as, by certain people until the record actually took off, and then they actually showed love, but it was really just me being frustrated, and I wanted to simplify my music for one record, and that, and that was the one record that actually took off for me, so like, it's, it's a gift and a curse. Hey, yo, listen to this uh man, this is uh Mike Christmas. Let me uh let me ask you something, cause that cause this is why I'm hot definitely was the biggest anthem at at the time at you know uh, during that during that period, whatever. So you were doing your thing at that time, but then you know you kinda cooled off a little bit. Can you explain to the people that out there that you know what happened, you know what I'm saying? And, and can we expect more music from you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I decided that I wanted to step back from the music industry. Um, when I when I when I um, released that record, um, I had a complete partnership with my record label. It was a 50/50 partnership. 
Um, so, you know, we, we made a lot of money. That we we, we uh, generated a lot of income with that record, over $15, 16000000 million in income. Um, and then when the first, the first check came in, the first check wasn't looking anywhere near that. So, um, a so lot you of think, people don't so you think it, so you think it was, so is the so the business is what you, is, is what yeah, kind of messed yeah, it up. The business, the, bi- the business made me realize that that you know um, I was always good with making money, so I never really had an issue about money. But music was like my refuge growing up. You know, I lost my parents at an early age, so I dived into music to, to kind of be a release. And, right. and I feel like when you when you when you that age and you as young as I was, I think I was 24 when that record went number one. Right. And then somebody comes in you and says, "You got the biggest record in the in the world, but but here's your check." You know, to me, there's there's no more um, that there's nothing more disrespectful, in my opinion, from a business standpoint than that. So I, I honestly, personally, decided to step away because I didn't want to give the power. You know that much power to to a, a company, and you know um, I value my freedom a lot more. You know, no, so I, my head was my my head just wasn't in it, and I decided. You know, I, I made the decision to just pull back. A lot a lot of artists don't have that ability. Um, you know, but I made the decision and I stand on it and I live on it. Not now. I kind of pride myself because I got I got started in the technology space. You know, I invested in startups. Um, I invested in the whole blockchain space. You know, I advise for a lot of companies. So I'm, I'm a lot more behind the scenes. But without that experience of, of, you know, what I went through early in my career, I wouldn't be where I am now. And I'm, I'm actually grateful for that. So we want to thank you, Mims. Listen, you went you went all the way up with that song, man. I got to appreciate you for, for bringing me and Keith Cash on tour on tour with you, man. Listen, we used to drink a whole lot of Grandma Ye because Mims didn't drink. So every time we come to the rot, to the club and get the rider, me and Cash was tearing up the Grandma Ye. We was in the in the cabanas and all that kind of stuff, man. I, man, listen, man. I actually went to jail in Miami on spring break, uh, Labor Day weekend or something for like three, four days, man. I was out there hanging out with Mims. I was getting into some trouble fighting police officers and stuff like that. Man, I went to jail. They was, Mims was gonna bail me out. They were like, "Yo, you wanna get out?" I was like, "Nah, listen, I'm gonna stay for the whole weekend, man, and I ain't gonna try to come back to Florida, man." So Mims is a real solid dude. He's been, listen, I just wanna thank you Yo, for all the it. grandma yay that we drank at them clubs, man, because Mims does not drink, he does not smoke. A lot of people might have been saying, "Oh, he makes all this clean music," but listen, Mims was doing a lot of touring, a lot of shows with that clean record. So y'all thinking y'all gotta be in the yeah. gangster field all the time? Don't worry about it, man. But listen, Mims, we got a whole bunch of more callers, man. Let them know who you are and that you like. Then with Kingpin. You already know what it is. It's your boy Mems, aka Mr. This is why I'm hot, and I'm locked in with the big homie Kingpin. You know what it is. Let's get it. Let's go.